0: Hello, I'm Andrew Brown, Assistant Finance Director for the Village of Tinley Park and longtime IGFOA volunteer. I'd like to welcome you to IGFOA's podcast series, Why Government Finance. Each episode will feature an IGFOA volunteer leader who will share their reasons for choosing government finance and how they have benefited from giving back to the profession through volunteering for IGFOA. Now I'll turn it over to Dave Jelonic partner with GW & Associates and our interviewer for today. Dave, who do you have on the docket? Thanks, Andrew. Today, I am joined by Patrice Sutton, the Chief Financial Officer for Lake County and the IGFOA Executive Board GFOA Representative and Liaison. Patrice, welcome to the podcast. To kick things off today, what led you to a career in government finance?
1: Thanks, Dave. I appreciate the opportunity. I had my first accounting class in high school and I absolutely loved it. It came very naturally to me and it was very clear to me that that's what I wanted for my career to be. So after college, I did take an accounting position with a national insurance company and moved out to their corporate headquarters on the East Coast. And it was a great job, but it just didn't seem quite as fulfilling as what I was expecting and I really wanted to do that, but in a more meaningful way but before kind of going back to graduate school and taking a right turn into public finance, I decided to join the Peace Corps. And my assignment was in Poland and I was working at a small business incubator, helping unemployed people to start their own businesses. So we would help them put together their business plan. And then if they were selected um, to be a part of the incubator, then we would help them with set up their books and do their monthly accounting. We would help them with purchasing and other things that could kind of be done on a a group basis. So it was a a very um, unique way to apply those accounting skills. When I returned to the United States, I went to graduate school and got a master's in public policy. And then I decided to go into consulting for a couple of years, um, helping government organizations um, either implement or select financial systems. So that was also a great opportunity and I got to go to a lot of great places, but I, by that time I did have a family and I wanted to get out of the traveling business. And so I am very grateful to Elizabeth Halib who's also on the IGFOA executive board, who gave me an opportunity as her deputy finance director. And then I was able to get a finance director job at the municipal level. And then now I work for a county after several different positions at the county level as well.
0: That is quite an impressive background and an amazing path to public finance. How is government finance for a county different than a city, village, or town?
1: Fundamentally, I would say that it requires the same skills and background for the most part. Obviously, the planning piece, you know, you start with that budget. um, You execute the plan as much as you can. You make modifications as you're going along throughout the year. And then you take the um, transactions and put your financial statements together. So fundamentally, it's very much the same. I think the biggest challenge for me was just the breadth of the operations and and the size, of course. And at at the municipal level, I was used to being able to kind of be a part of all of the transactions as they were going into the general ledger, whereas that's just simply not possible at the county level. And so when we are putting those financial statements together at the end of the year, It's a little bit more of a puzzle that you're putting together because you're not as familiar with the transactions. But for the most part, it takes a lot of the same experience and skills.
0: Having audited the smallest of townships and large universities and public transit agencies, I can see how the visibility of transactions can be different and how controls and processes at larger entities like a county are of utmost importance. How did you become involved with the IGFOA?
1: My first involvement with IGFOA was just taking advantage of the professional education that they offer because I am a firm believer in continuous learning and continuous improvement. So um, always took advantage of the training. My first opportunity as a volunteer though was after I had taken the certified public finance officers certification through the national GFOA, I saw that IGFOA was looking for volunteers to serve on a team to support and educate other members about the CPFO program and I thought that was a perfect way for me to kind of jump in and start my volunteer activity with IGFOA. So we together as a team uh, put together some study guides and some materials to help people understand what the program was and kind of help them navigate that program. So it was a great experience for me.
0: You serve as the executive board GFOA representative liaison. What is the connection between GFOA and IGFOA, and how do they complement each other?
1: Obviously, GFOA is the parent organization for IGFOA and all of the other state organizations. And what's important for this role, that representative or liaison role, is to keep the two organizations informed of the events and activities of the other organizations. So that's what the importance of this role is, is just to kind of coordinate and link the two organizations for the state's members.
0: As we wrap things up today, what words of wisdom can you share with IGFOA members who are unsure about volunteering for the association?
1: For me, I had two concerns when I was considering volunteering for IGFOA. The first concern was the time commitment and whether or not with a very full plate, I really could commit my time and and be loyal to that commitment. Um, But what I found was that you're never out on an island and you're never, you know, not part of a team that doesn't understand that we all have our busy times. And therefore, even in those times when I was you know, too busy to accomplish a task, there was always somebody else on the team that would be able to pick up that particular task. And so I think um, one thing that I would say for anyone who is concerned about the time commitment is that you definitely end up getting a lot more out of it than the time commitment that you put in. So that part of it is, is definitely very worthwhile. My other concern, and maybe this is just me, but I was always concerned about whether or not I had enough Experience or expertise in my younger years um, to to really volunteer and be able to add value to the um, groups that I might volunteer for. And my word of wisdom on if anyone else has that concern is that it's a group that's sharing ideas, and we all have ideas um, and and personal experiences that, when mixed with the other ideas of the people in the group are always going to make the group's ideas better. So I would encourage you, even if you're early on in your career, to go ahead and get involved because everyone's perspective can really benefit the group and add to a better outcome.
0: That's all we have for today. Thank you, Patrice, for a great interview and for your service to IGFOA and to public finance. Andrew. What else do you have for us? Thanks, Dave. That was a great interview. I'd just like to remind our listeners to look for future episodes of Why Government Finance and keep an eye out for future podcast series from the IGFOA. And remember, the IGFOA puts the fun in finance.